in Nehemiah chapter 4. In your hearing, it says, Therefore, I stationed some of the people behind the lowest points of the wall at the exposed places, posting them by families with their swords, spears, and bows. After I looked things over, I stood up and said to the nobles, the officials, and the rest of the people, Don't be afraid of them. Remember the Lord, who is great and awesome, and fight for your families, your sons and your daughters, your wives and your homes. When our enemies heard that we were aware of their plot and that God had frustrated it, we all returned to the wall, each to our own work. From that day on, half of my men did the work, while the other half were equipped with spears, shields, bows, and armor. The officers posted themselves behind all the people of Judah who were building the wall. Those who carried materials did their work with one hand and held a weapon in the other. And each of the builders wore his sword at his side as he worked. But the man who sounded the trumpet stayed with me. Amen. Just this morning for a thought, uh, I'd like to pose this to you. Having a posture to rebuild. Having a posture to rebuild. Amen. Just hearing what the Lord has been, you may be seated. Just hearing what the Lord has been speaking to us over the course of this year. Amen. Uh, given our theme and what the Lord is doing in the body of Christ. Amen. We are in a we are in a place where it becomes necessary to have a posture to rebuild. There are some things that have been built up over the course of our lives. There are some things that have been built up over the course of generations, amen, that have been torn down. Somebody say torn down. But what God is calling us to do now is to have a posture to rebuild. Amen. Just in meditating on this scripture and on what God is saying, um, you know, it, it is easy. It is easy to tear something down, isn't it? Somebody say tear down. It's easy to tear down. Amen. But it takes a lot more work. Amen. It takes a lot more work to build something. Amen. You can tear a house down in a matter of hours or minutes. Amen. All you need is a piece of machinery with a, with a wrecking ball. Amen. But it may take you years to build it, to build that house, isn't it? Amen. You're not just going to set out to build something unless you're playing with Legos. You're not just going to set out to build something without having a plan in mind as to how, how that building process is going to go. Amen. In order for you to build something, it's also going to require you to have some materials, isn't it? Amen. I'm not going to set out to build a house if I don't have some brick and some wood and some Amen. Some drywall, some nails. Amen. It's, it's going to require that I have some materials. In order for me to build something, it's going to be necessary for me to have some tools, isn't it? Amen. I'm going to have that hammer and I'm going to have to I'm going to have to have that drill. Amen. I'm going to I'm going to have to I'm going to have to need that plumb line. Amen. I'm going to have to need those things that are necessary if the if the if whatever I'm trying to build, amen, is is going to last. Is that right? Amen. If I'm going to build something, it's going to require that me put some work into it, isn't it? 
Amen. I'm, I'm, I, I have my house, I have my plans, I have my materials, I have my tools, but if I don't get up and do anything, if I don't get up and do anything, it's not going to be built, is it? Amen. If I don't make a move, somebody say make a move. If I don't make a move, nothing is going to be built. It doesn't make any sense for me to have the plan and the materials and the tools sitting in my backyard and I'm desiring to build something and I spend all my time sitting on the couch waiting for it to come to happen. Is that right? Nobody is going to knock on my door and say, hey, I'm here to help you build what it is you're trying to build. Is that right? It's going to require me putting forth the effort Amen. To, do, to, to get the work done. Amen. If I'm going to build something, it is also going to require that I have a determination and a motivation to see what I'm building through. Is that right? Are you hearing me? Because there are going to be some days that it's going to rain, isn't it? Amen. There are going to be some days where the situation is the, the, the conditions are not conducive for me to work on what I'm building. Are you following me? Amen. All of those things are necessary. Somebody say necessary. All of those things are necessary when it comes to building something up. Amen. Now, and now contrary to that, in order for me to tear something down, it does not require much, does it? In order for me to tear something down, all I need is a device. All I need is a device that has an ability that has an ability to to separate or destroy what it is that has been built up amen amen all i need amen somebody say attitude amen somebody say mouth amen Some, somebody say weapon amen all i need is one device all i need is one device that has a proven track record of being able to tear down the whatever it is I am desiring to tear down. Is that right? Amen. So, so, so it takes much more effort to build something than it does to tear something down. And that's a lesson that we can learn in the body of Christ. That's a lesson that we can learn in life. Amen. That it takes much more effort to build something than it does to tear something down. I mean, just look back over your life. How many things in our lives right now require us to put forth effort to build them up? How many things in our lives right now have been torn down? God is saying, amen, you've got to have a posture to rebuild. Amen. And in order to in order in order to, to begin that building process, like we said, you have to have the plan. Amen. You have to have the materials. You have to have the tools. You have to have the desire and the motivation, the determination to see that thing through. Why? Because there there because opposition is going to come. Amen. Opposition is going to come. But first and foremost, you have to make up in your mind. Say, make up in your mind. Amen. What does Nehemiah say? The people had a mind to work. The people had a mind to work. So we have to develop a mind to work. Why? Because we understand that opposition is going to come. 
Amen. And in the process of building, you have to understand that you, you, you don't have to look for trouble. Trouble is going to come find you. Amen. Trouble is going to come and find you. Amen. When you, when you go back and look at the backdrop behind this, this story, amen, amen. The Jews, had to, they had set out that they were going to rebuild the walls. Amen. And, and, and their, their enemies looked at, the, the enemies looked at their desire and attempt to build the walls, and they, and they did two things. One, they looked at them and said that they were too feeble. They were too weak to be able to build it. And two, they looked at, it, they looked at them and said, well, whatever they do build, whatever they do build is not going to be strong enough to withstand the conditions that it needs to be able to withstand. Amen. So you've got to understand that when it comes to your building process, you've got that the opposition is going to come. Amen. That the enemy is going to tell you, one, that you're not, you're not strong enough to do it. He is going to tell you that you are not strong enough to do it. And then he is also going to tell you that whatever effort that you put forth into, into doing it, the materials that you have are not going to be able to withstand the conditions where you are trying to build. The materials that you have are not going to be strong enough to withstand the conditions for where you are trying to build. But somebody said the people had a mind to work. You know, so the people had a mind to work. So, so they had to be able to see beyond, to see beyond what they were hearing. Are you following me? How many, how many things in our lives? Listen, if, you, if we are going to rebuild relationships, if we are going to rebuild situations, if we are going to overcome circumstances, one, we've got to have a plan together in place. Are you following me? It's not just going to happen on its own. But then, too, you have, you have to be able to filter out every negative comment, every negative thought, every, every, every negative message sent your way that might try and detract you from believing, to believing that you can build what it is you're trying to build. Are you hearing me? Amen. So, so you have to understand that that opposition is going to come. And, and when I begin to understand that, I take on a different attitude. I develop that mind to work, don't I? Now I have that determination, that I have that determination that I'm going to see this thing through. Amen. In spite of what, in spite of what I might see with my eyes, in spite of what I might hear with my ears, I'm going to see this thing through. Why? Because I realize, I realize that there are, some, there are some things in my life that need to be rebuilt. Somebody say rebuilt. rebuilt. Amen. How many of you have some things in your life that need to be rebuilt? Huh? huh? How many of you have some things in your life that need to be rebuilt? Amen. Well, today the Lord is going to help us. Amen. 2 Timothy chapter 3 says, All who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. But evil men and impostors will grow worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. Somebody, but you must, somebody say, you must. You must continue in the things which you have learned and been assured of, knowing from whom you have learned them, 
and that from childhood you have known the scriptures which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith which is in Jesus Christ. Which are able to make you wise. Amen. So I've got to, I've got to learn to, how to apply this word that, is, that, that, that God is speaking. Somebody say wise. The word has made me wise. Somebody say wise. When the word has made me wise. That in this situation I'm trying to, be, to rebuild, I have my plan in place. Are you following me? I have my plan in place. I have my materials. I have my tools. I have everything I need. Amen. To be successful, to see this plan through. So now, so now I've got to understand that there's going to come mockery. There's going to come intimidation. All of these things are going to come, but none of them are going to be able to shake what I already believe about what I have. There's a confidence that we have to have in whom we believe in. Are you hearing me? There's a confidence that we have to have in whom we have believed that I can apply this to every life situation. I can apply this to everything. Trusting and knowing that the faith I have is able to overcome every circumstance and every situation. Why? Because I have a plan together. Are you hearing me? Second thing. You've got to learn to go on the offensive. Somebody say offensive. I was thinking about this. <clears throat> we spend too much of our time on the defensive rather than on the offensive. We spend too much of our time being on the defensive rather than the offensive. We spend too much time reacting to what happens than taking action to make things happen. Are you hearing me? And see, here's the thing. You have... There's a confidence that you have to have when it comes to what you have. There's a confidence that I have to have. There, there's, there's an assurance that I have to have knowing, knowing that when I have an opportunity to take the offense, that there's nothing that the enemy can do to stop me. Are you hearing me? That when I take the offense... There's nothing that the enemy can do to stop me. And I was thinking about this thing. I was trying to paint this picture. And the only picture that I can, the only picture that I can think of is, is one that just tears my nerves up. How many football fans do we have in here? Not anymore. <laughs> Amen. How, how many New England Patriot fans do we have in here? Somebody say nobody. <laughs> but 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 you, I'm I'm not I'm not a New England Patriots fan. But I want you I want you to understand this this morning. I don't like the New England Patriots, but one thing you cannot deny is their coach does not walk out on the field 
without a plan in place. Are you following me? He does not walk out on the field without a game plan in place. Let me tell you something else about the team. Those who are over the team always make sure that the team has the talent that it takes to win the ball game. way that everybody else measures talent. They don't go after the most popular and well-known players that you would expect to be successful in the game. But there's something that happens when the players, they have such a knack for measuring talent that they understand that if I take the talent that I see and I put it with the plan that I have in place, it is going to create, it is going to create a player who is going to be, who is going to exceed everybody else's expectations when it comes to what he's able to do. And he is able to do exceeding, abundantly, above all that I could ever ask or think. Are y'all following me? According to the power that's at work in me. Listen, you cannot, you cannot, you cannot, absolutely, positively not, underestimate the power and the potential that God has placed in you. You cannot underestimate the talent that God has given. No matter what situation you are in, there has to be a confidence that you have that because of who you are and what God has placed in you and because of his master plan and because of his master ability that when you put those two together, it creates a force that has become unstoppable. You've got to believe that. And this is the third thing I see. It does not matter how many points they get behind. It does not matter how much time is left in the game. As long as there's time in the game. Are you hearing me? It does not matter how many points they are behind. Nor does it matter how much time is left in the game as long as there is still time in the game. And if you ever watch them play and you look on the sidelines, if you ever watch them play and look on the sidelines, what you don't see is a bunch of people walking around nervously. What you don't see is anxiety on their faces. What you don't see is a look that says we are about to be defeated. But if you look from the sidelines and you look real closely, what you will see is defensive coordinators and offensive coordinators huddled together with their iPads or their tablets out, with their pens out, with their clipboards out. What are they doing? They're writing. 
What are they doing? They're reviewing their plan. What are they doing? They're looking at what they have. What you will see is the players surrounding them. Why? Because they understand that we have a game plan put together that says if we get the opportunity to step out on that field, are you hearing me? If I get the opportunity to step out on that field, then things are going to happen. You've got to understand that when it comes down, when it comes down to you being a position, for you being a position, amen, to do some building, for you to be in a position to make a difference, there is a posture that you have to take. There is a posture that you have to take. Regardless of what the situation or the circumstances are, as long as the time has not run out, somebody say run out, as long as the time has not run out, you still got a chance to win. You still got a chance to build. As long as the buzzer has not sounded, as long as the referee has not blown his whistle, you have an opportunity to win. So this is what I begin to do. I've got to assemble my coordinators. I've got to assemble my coordinators because there's something that they've got to tell me. And as I'm assembled together, there's something that I begin to hear that no weapon is formed against me. No weapon is formed against me. No weapon that is formed against me. There is something that they have got to show me. Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors. There is something, there is something else that, that they've got to tell me. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord. Be strong in the Lord. Be strong in the Lord. So that, so that as I'm surrounded, Amen, by my coordinators. Amen, my defensive coordinator called the Holy Spirit. My offensive coordinator called Jesus Christ. Amen, my head coach called God the Father. When I'm surrounded by my team, when I'm surrounded, there is something that is, that is important into me. Amen, I believe he said it's dunamis power. I believe he said it's dunamis power. There is something that has been imparted to me. Amen, that all I need, all I need is an opportunity. Somebody say opportunity. All I need is an opportunity. Amen, that says that if I get a chance to get out on that field, something is going to happen. Amen, when you watch that game, when you watch him play, when you look at the face on Tom Brady, he knows that all he needs, all he needs is the opportunity to get on that field. I don't care if it's 10 seconds or two seconds. And it's so amazing because coaches don't even know how to coach against them. Listen, you have got, you have got to go on offensive so much. You have got to understand what has been placed in you that you've got to begin to confuse the enemy. Amen. You've got to get the enemy to the point where he doesn't know which way to come against you. He doesn't know what kind of game plan. He needs to have in your life is he, if he is going to be able to stop you. You've got to get to that point, amen, where no matter what you do, it is going to bring confusion to him and his plan because they don't know whether to hold on to the ball or score real quick so that they can get the ball back because they know that if he steps out on that field, 
amen, that they are going to score. Amen. Does the enemy know that if you get a chance to step out on the field, that something is going to happen? Huh? That's where you got to get to. That is where you got to get to. That he knows that if you step out on that field, something is going to happen. I don't care if you fumble before. That's okay. You're going to get the ball back. I don't care if you throw an interception. That's okay. You're going to get the ball back. I don't care if there's a turnover on downs. That's okay. You're going to get the ball back. And you got to know that as long as you get the ball back, God is going to do something on your behalf. God is going to do something on your behalf. What, did, what, what, did, what does Nehemiah tell him? He says, listen, I understand that if we're going to overcome and we're going to win, amen, there's something that we got to do. We can't just be in a posture to build. We got to be in a posture to fight too. Amen. Are you willing to fight? Are you willing to fight? I got to be in a posture to fight that says that I'm going to continue building, but I know if the enemy comes my way, it might require me to fight. Amen. And let me tell you a little something about your God. He says the fight does not belong to you. Amen. But it belongs to him. Amen. Why? Because we're not wrestling against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. You got to understand that all he wants you to do is maintain that posture that says if it comes this way, if he comes this way, amen, I'm going to be prepared for him. If he comes this way. I'm going to be prepared for him. If he comes this way, I'm going to be prepared for him. Why? Because this is the posture he wants to take. And then if you go down in the word, what does God, what does the word say? It says that they found out. They found out that, 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 they, that God had alerted them to their plan. And it was enough to make them say, we can't attack. Don't you know that God has says the battle does not belong to you, but it belongs to him. So I got to have a confidence, not that I sit back, not that I sit back and wait for God to do everything, but that I maintain the proper posture. There is a posture that you have to have if you are going to be victorious in your life. Are you hearing me? And that posture is not one of discouragement. That posture is not one of being downtrodden. That posture is not one of having no expectation of overcome. But it's the complete opposite. It's that posture of knowing that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. It is that posture of knowing that when you step into this situation, there's a difference that is going to take place. All you need to be able to do is step out on that field. Because whenever you, whenever you watch him play, and we're getting ready to close, have you ever watched the New England Patriots? And, you know, they were not even in my sermon. I wasn't even thinking about them. Because I don't like them. <laughs> Praise the Lord. But you know what? Listen, I want you there's, hear what God is saying. Hear what God is saying. Because have you ever watched one of the drives where they had to come from behind to win? There's a confidence that they have that when they step out on the field, they already know 
they already know the outcome. And another reason, another thing, is that if you ever watch the team that they are playing, when the camera goes to the sidelines, you see concern in their face. You see concern in their face because they know what's going to happen. And when you, y'all, this is good to me. And, and when you know, <clears throat> when you step out on the field and you have a knowing that you are going to win, you play a certain way. But when you step out on the field, and you have some doubt in your mind <clears throat> that you are not going to win, you play a different way. Listen, when you have been surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, are you hearing me? <clears throat> when you have been surrounded with such a great cloud of witnesses, it ought to give you a confidence that says when I step out on the field, I have an expectation of winning. The other side of it is because the enemies knew the reputation that God had. When they found out that Nehemiah knew about their plan of attack, it changed their plan. Don't you know that the enemy wants you to wants to keep you on the sideline with no confidence about whether or not you can win. And he knows that if you step out on that field, I'm going to say that again. He knows that if you step out on that field and you have that confidence and you have that assurance, he knows that he's already defeated. Because when you watch them on that last drive, it seems like they make passes that are impossible. It seems like they make passes and you can't understand why in the world he was wide open the way he was. Why? Because you have confused the enemy and he does not know which way to run. He doesn't know which route to follow. You've got to get to that point that you step out on that field in such a way. In such a way that your plan has been put together. You've got all the materials you need. He supplied you with all the tools that you need. You got on that breastplate of righteousness. You got on a helmet of salvation. Your feet are shod with the preparation of the gospel of truth. Amen. You are stepping out with an armor. That says I have an expectation of winning. I have shown up for victory and not defeat. There's a posture that I have taken. That says I'm an overcomer. That says I'm a victor. That says in this situation, I might be down. Time might look like it's running out. But it's still on the clock, baby. I have stepped out on this field. Amen. And, and there's something that's going to happen. That if I just get the ball in my hands, if I just get the ball in my hands, yeah. 
I just get the ball in my hands. Why? Because he don't know what to do. He does not know how to respond. Because the situation that he is in looks familiar to him. Because he's been there before. And he's yet to come out on top. Somebody say he's yet to come out on top. He has yet to come out on top. And all God wants you to do is take that posture. All he wants you to do is to be willing to step out on that field. That when he creates a turnover, somebody say turnover. When he creates a turnover in your situation and you get the ball, there's a posture that you take. There's a posture that you take. Watch God. Move on your behalf. You got to know that you know that you know. You got to know that you know that you know. Amen. There's a posture that I need to take to rebuild. We have been given. We have been been given the master plan, the greatest plan. We've been given all the materials and all the tools. Amen that are required to have victory and build in our lives. Stop tearing down and start building. Stop tearing down and start building. Don't let the enemy wreak havoc in your life. Because I have every, I have the best plan the best materials, the best tools, that when I get the opportunity, not if, that when I get the opportunity, I'm going to come out on top. Amen. Let's stand to our feet.